Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. Get ready for a candid convo with us, Nicole and Kate. Throughout this podcast, we'll be sharing our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you realize that one, you are not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. <laughs> no. uh, Nicole, I'm so excited to be on the mic chatting about judgment today. Mm, Whoa, judgment. big topic, <laughs> judgment. Where, where did this one come from? I'm trying to think what great in, inspired us. I mean, I just remember seeing it on our production schedule and being like, oh, yes, this is a must. Mm. It's a constant. It's a constant. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, let's just get straight to it. I'm (laughs) curious to hear from you. Um, How do you feel judgment has affected you in life as a whole? Like when you think about judgment, what do you think about? I feel like I've matured in my understanding of how judgment is a very, I'll say a very bad thing, but it's not helpful. It's really, really not helpful. And I do think we all do it. So I'm not casting any, you know, judgment, (laughs) judgment. I'm not, (laughs) I don't want anyone to feel like I don't, I don't, you know, judgment doesn't affect me. And if it affects you, you know, you know, I'm not saying that because I do feel that it's, I think it's a constant. I think that's why we want to talk about it because I do feel that it affects people. I think it affects everyone. I, 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 and just similar to when we talked about guilt, yes, people might have varying levels of uh, their relationship or how much judgment affects them. I think that's probably a distinction between people, but I feel in some ways it affects everyone. Mm. I mean, do you agree with that before we talk about how it's how it's impacted us? Yeah, I definitely agree that everyone is impacted by it. I mean, it comes to mind most for me when I think about um, I think that probably a large portion of the population tends to make decisions based on judgment, like thinking about what will what will other people Mm. think about this? Um, I think Uh. that that's probably, and, and maybe it's subconscious even. Um, but I think about, you know, running, running a business, for example, when I was running my first business, like I was kind of thinking like, what are other people thinking about the fact that I haven't made this work yet or Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm not further along or, I'm about to quit my business and go back to my nine to five. Like, what are other people going to think about that? I think that there's like this unfortunate fear around judgment that we face in, in so many different situations and scenarios. I mean, it could be anything from what we're wearing, our clothes, Mm. um, how we look, 
we talked about it in the getting older episode, my gray hair. I'm yeah. always like, are they are they looking at my gray hair right now? Thinking, <laughs> <laughs> who's this um, old person? Gosh, yeah, yeah. Aww. I mean, there's. It, I feel like it does kind of infiltrate so many different areas of our lives. Um, and again, I think that some of it is even on a subconscious level, but I think that it affects us in a really big way. Yeah. Yeah, and already I feel like the tone of uh, this just initial conversation has is it's clear that judgment isn't helpful. It's often cause for yeah worry or mm, okay. I was just thinking how I I think for a long time I grew up. You know, my mum would often say what are people going to think? And I feel like I'm not painting her out to be this this monster because I feel the more I've read up on this, and I think I talked about this in the other episode, Brene Brown's book, um, I thought it was just me, through the stories and the interviews of these of all these women that she's interviewed, um, this came up a lot. What are people going to think? And I don't know, for some reason, I thought that was just what, what you know, how my mum saw the world, but I think a lot of people see the world like this. They're constantly evaluating themselves and they're constantly evaluating themselves against other people, again, to varying degrees. Um, But it was kind of reassuring to realise, oh, okay, yeah. What seemed like a really messed up situation, like constantly fearing and thinking about what other people are going to think, it's pretty common. It's a pretty common Mm -hmm. thought process. And a few years ago, I read a book uh, by Deepak Chopra, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's a very simple, short, easy read, but pretty much, uh, you know, a really important book, I feel. And every chance I get, I kind of share it with people because I feel like I've learned a lot from that book. And the very opening chapter on one of the seven laws of uh, he calls he refers to it as the law of pure potentiality and it's just this idea of I'm probably gonna mess this up but the idea of you know infinite possibility pure potential that can only exist and you can only kind of grow and one of the the things that that might stop that is judgment because judgment causes you to evaluate, analyze, and it restricts that um, potential for growth and development. So one of the ways to practice that is to judge no one, you know, to kind of have this meditative kind of mantra of like, today I'm not going to judge anyone. I'm, you know, and, mm-hmm. and when you read that for the first time, you're like, okay, yeah, that sounds really good. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then you catch yourself and if, you, if you're very conscious of it, you realize how many times in a day you are passing judgment. And it's a really yeah. difficult thing to do. But to that chapter's point, you, if you're stuck in that judgy, constant, you know, oftentimes it causes, you know, self-criticism, comparison, negative comparison, all of that, then you're not able to grow. You're not able to develop. You're not able to expand and evolve. I kind of saw that. Yeah. I kind of that really resonated with me. But it is, I think, hard to do, and it's something to really practice and be conscious of. Would you say when you read that book is when you started becoming like more aware of it and kind of practicing like 
uh, I mean, I guess calling yourself out or what do you think it was? Go ahead. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, I, I think it made me reflect on certain times in my life where I thought, I mean, I really, one thing, and I shared this with a friend recently, which I hadn't shared ever before, but she felt, found it so helpful. And I thought, why don't I ever talk about that? So when I was in, in Japan, towards the end, uh, the two years that I was there, I went through what is now of what I realized was kind of an expat depression. And I was talking about that with a friend who's an expat herself. And so I just shared this experience and she, you know, she just thanked me later. And she's like, you know, thank you for sharing that and, you know, talking through that with me because it makes me feel less alone. And I remembered why I hadn't talked about that initially. And the, and even when I was going through this, and we're talking like 20 years ago, was because the idea of going through some sort of depression or some sort of anxiety was something that I think was judged negatively in in my upbringing. Like my parents were, were not depressive characters and were depressive type people or they had the mentality of like just soldier on, just get through it, you know, don't complain, like be grateful, that kind of idea. So anytime you're going through something that doesn't kind of feel like, oh, why am I feeling bad about this? What, what's so wrong with being in Japan? Why do I want to go home now? Why do I feel so down about being here? And then when I needed to, when I did finally come back and I did go and talk to someone, I kept that secret from everyone, even my closest friends, because I felt, oh, I'm going to be judged as someone who's got a problem. <laughs> it was the weirdest wow. thing. And so that made me think like, there was obviously absolutely nothing wrong with that experience. It was totally normal. So going back to Deepak Chopra's book about, you know, on, and on that chapter of judgment, it made me reflect on like it, judgment really doesn't help you. Judgment helps nobody, but it's it's so natural and normal for us to. Well, no, I mean, I'm just thinking like, what a shame that you had to go through that period. But the fact that you had to go through it feeling like you couldn't reach out to someone for support or be able to share that with someone, even as like a venting mechanism mm -hmm. or, you know, and to think of like how many people hold on to stuff like that for fear of judgment. Mm -hmm. I mean, how much happier and healthier could we be as a society if we didn't feel that pressure or that fear around judgment. Mm. So do you think that there is, a, do you feel like you have found ways around that now? Like if you were in a similar situation, do you feel like you would feel more comfortable having that conversation or yeah, just seeking some sort of support around that? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But that's taken like, you know, how many years, you know, from that. Yeah. But again, it just goes back to, I mean, I don't know, have you ever experienced something where you feel like you, that because of the judgment, it's something that you've then been afraid to share. And it, and it just seems, honestly, it was in hindsight, like I haven't gone into too much detail. It is quite, avert, not, I won't say trivial um, because that's not right, but I think in my head it was much bigger than what it was. Had I shared it, had I just been a little bit not afraid of the judgment, do you know what I mean? So I think sometimes that judgment can lead you to think, make a much bigger deal out of something. Yeah, but then in turn, it's kind of putting more 
distress and I don't know if pain is the right word, but you know, it's putting a heavier weight on you in, in that happening. So to even, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I do think that the fear of judgment or trying to like look ahead to what might happen if you were to share that with someone mm, or whatever, mm, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we tend to go to worst case <laughs> yeah. scenarios yeah, um, and, and it be like much bigger than what it really is. But I also think that that tends to then put more stress and pressure and weight on us for whatever that thing is. I, I feel like there have been things and and times in my life where the people that I do lean on for support, oftentimes, that I kind of tend to feel like, oh, they have so much going on, or they're dealing with, you know, Mm -hmm. issues or struggles or things that are way bigger, in in my mind, like, Mm -hmm. seem bigger than something that maybe I want to get off my chest. And so I kind of hesitate or hold back in that respect, because I'm like, I don't want to kind of like trouble them with listening to me on Mm -hmm. this, because, you know, they're dealing with their own set of things. And I mean, I guess that's kind of a little bit goes back to our episode on guilt of like, you know, I almost feel guilty sometimes for the things that I think are, that I would love to get off my chest. Mm. Um, is that like the first, I don't know, first maybe, world problem thing? Is that, is that makes yeah, me think of basically. like first world problems? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Of like, how could, like shame on me for even mm-hmm. wanting to like complain about this or, or air it or, yeah. you know, whatever that might be. And I, and I think that that is, you know, partial judgment thing as well, because I don't want, I don't want somebody to think that I'm not being, um, you know, aware, uh, like I am aware of it, but that doesn't mean that it's not affecting me emotionally. And so where does that leave me? Right. Mm. I'm aware of the fact that this is a small problem, but right now in my life, it still kind of seems like a problem. Yeah. Hmm. Judgment is like, I, I feel like it's become more, apparent now too just like with social media and I even think that kind of being more online and in the spotlight so to speak mm-hmm. because of business yeah um that sometimes that kind of it it makes me feel a little more exposed I guess <laughs> yeah it's the, kind um, of the consequence isn't it right yeah and so it's like I I, I want to put everything out there in a very helpful way and to serve people, but that doesn't really take away sometimes in the back of my mind being like, how, what are other people going to think about this? Or are, you know, is this going to be received in a, Mm -hmm. in a negative light or, you know, whatever, am I going to offend somebody? Yeah. And, and I can see myself sometimes feeling like, sharing too much or and this is where it's like I found myself to be judgy and where it's not helpful and and why is it that some people might not worry or care like you're very conscious of the fact that okay I'm doing this because it's helpful and I and I and I want to and I believe it's 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 what I want to do but it's going to be it could be received uh, you know negatively or judge judgmentally why is it that some people don't care um, and others do do you think it has to do with like confidence? 
maybe, or they just don't care about what other people think. And I don't think that's always necessarily the whole truth. Like, mm-hmm. I do think that some people think more about what other people think. But they hide it quite well, right? Yeah. They hide it or it doesn't stop them from, from you know, doing whatever it is they want to do. But where I was saying that I might have initially kind of felt when I first, you know, because I do think social media has definitely changed the landscape of how much people share and expose themselves and, you know, and give insight into their life and the things they have and whatever that, you know, that is kind of becoming so common. Well, maybe it's just, it's common in our space. Maybe it's not, not everybody does that. Obviously not everybody does put everything online, but you know, when, when I first kind of saw that I felt uncomfortable and I did probably feel a sense of, of a bit of judgment, you know, why would you do that? That's uh, why would you show off or, you know, that's not fair. It's not, or not, not fair. It's like, don't you think about what other people are going to think? They might not have all that. So why are you putting all that out there? But then it's like, and then the more you see it and the more common it becomes, you realize, oh, well, people don't really care and it's okay. And they're, they're sharing because they feel like it's helpful and they want to. But I do feel there's a lot of judgment around it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I I think that you have to consider whether you agree with it or not. The person who's sharing it presumably is comfortable enough with their reasons for sharing it that they're sharing it. So those reasons might not be very clear. Mm. Um, But I guess that doesn't matter, right? Because it's their their deal and yeah and i'm gonna share it and it goes back to that first chapter of the of the book of just Mm -hmm. judgment does not serve you if you're stuck in that place of evaluating comparing you know yeah it might be knee-jerk it might be normal it's human we all do it but what's the point you're just speculating too as well a lot of the time (laughs) it's not helpful for anyone it's actually detrimental because to your point it's just going to set you back Mm. it's just going to keep your wheels spinning Um, it's just going to keep you putting off whatever you're actually wanting to go after or do you know frankly it's none of your business at the end of the day I mean unless they are like involving you personally in whatever they're Mm -hmm. sharing yeah then I guess it is your business but I've always thought I, up until recently, I feel like I've had a bit of a judgment towards um, cosmetic surgery and mm. that kind of stuff. I've always felt like, oh, it's just better to, you know, be natural and just, you know, age gracefully and all of that stuff. And I've always been like, why would anyone want to do Botox? Why would anyone want to do any of that stuff? Which is such a judgmental thing to say or, you know an opinion talk because at the end of the day it's funny because I, I might think like that and then I think you know what let everyone do whatever they want <laughs> if it doesn't hurt mm. anyone if it makes them happy just do whatever you want because I really I do believe that and um and recently I I listened to this podcast episode um it's called The Shift with Sam Baker and she was interviewing uh Marianne Keys I think her name is an Irish uh, author speaker amazing amazing podcast episode we'll have to link to it in the show notes because I just loved that episode so much 
And Marion uh, Keys, the author, was she's 56 when the, when she was recording the episode and she talked about they were talking about um women well they were talking about a whole bunch of stuff around women menopause the, the subject of looks came up and um and Sam who was interviewing her you know commented on how fabulous she looks at at 56 and Marion was so honest and upfront and she says well that's because I've had Botox and that's because I've got hair extensions and that's because I dress the way I haven't I haven't really changed the way I dress in all these years I still wear the things that I want to wear and then Sam asked her okay well all right you've had Botox but but why is that because you've kind of bought into society's messages and what people will think and age all of that stuff and her answer was it was I mean she she gave an answer about you know she had like lines on her forehead that made her look angry or like a furrowed brow that didn't make her look pleasing and at the end of the day though whatever her reason was it was like this makes me happy I want to do this because I feel good there's this judgment placed on women as they get older that they're not supposed to have long hair or they're supposed to look a certain way and it's like why is society telling people how what they should look like and what they should be like? If this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do, it makes me happy. And I was like, good on you. Love mm. and and that made me reflect on this idea that I've always had that yeah, maybe that's not a cool thing to do. Why should you do that? Because I feel like most maybe a lot of the times it's come from external messages and society telling women that they should look a certain way, that youth is, you know, the best way to look and be. And therefore, if you do go and have plastic surgery or Botox or whatever, you're just buying into that and it's not your own decision. But in this case, I just thought, well, why? Like she very confidently just said, this makes me happy. And she just totally owned it. And it made me think judging is just... It's just useless. <laughs> it made me feel yeah. like it's just a useless place to sit in and be in and you, you're just speculating and you don't know that person's story. So just move past it. Yeah, I think that's a big one. You don't know that person's story regardless of what it has to do with. You know, somebody might share something, post something, do something that seems atrocious but who knows what that person's going through right now? Mm -hmm. What happened to them this morning or, you know, any number of things. And I think that that's like a really important reminder. And I feel like I'm getting better and better about being in a space where I can separate and understand that everyone makes their own choices and their own decisions and that that's okay. And I respect that. Sometimes I find it maybe a little bit difficult when it's people that are close to me and that I really care about mm. um, because I wonder like what where do you draw the line of you know I, I, I've come to a place where I, I feel quite comfortable sharing my opinion mm -hmm. about something mm -hmm. and then backing off. Um, but I think like in in a more like general sense and world, like if it's somebody that you don't know, then it should affect you 0%. Hmm. What they're doing, what they're saying, why they're saying it. And I know that that's like could be quite controversial when you get into the space of like things that you believe in, like, you know. Things that matter. Rights yes, or exactly. yeah, like yeah. bigger. And I'm, 
I'm not really referring to that type yeah. of stuff right now. Right. Um, but, you know, smaller things, if you will. I guess in a more general sense, um, something that I've worked quite hard on is I'm, I'm in a lot of like masterminds and you know, accountability groups. And I get together with a group of um, women business owners who live in our community. And I am getting much better at this, but I feel like I do have quite knee jerk judgments and reactions to the way that people approach certain things in their business. Um, I think part of it comes because now that I've been doing this for nine years, I do feel like I have a perspective and um, valuable input on running a business, like in the same space as ours, um, content marketing, podcasting, funnels, courses, that type of thing. And I have caught myself a few times uh, just, you know, like, for example, someone will say that they run ads and that that's how they get people into their business, which is a quite common thing. A lot of people rely on ads Mm -hmm. for customers. And we've luckily never had to do that in our business. And so I have like this automatic, like, I can't believe that you rely on paid ads for your customers. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But, you know, it's not really my place to judge how someone else has chosen to run their business because it's their business. Again, like I, you know, alluded to with family members and and maybe giving my opinion and then taking a step back. For me, I just feel like that has been the best way forward to not let like I can't carry around that emotion and judgment. And I, I don't want I don't want to let's say that I don't want to carry around like that weight. And mm-hmm. so my best way forward is to share my opinion as my opinion, not in a judgmental way, not in a I'm right, you're wrong, but in a, a very, you know, nice way. <laughs> <laughs> and then continue on. Because at the end of the day, it's not my decision to make whether or not somebody else chooses to run ads in their business. And it's not my decision to make, you know, how my family or friends or whoever is like choosing to do certain things in their life. Yeah. So it it becomes quite personal. I it think, is personal. in so many ways. Because I think it's tied yeah. to like when, when you mentioned, like I know we've talked a little bit maybe on the heavier side of like, oh, you know, anxiety and depression and how that's perceived. And, but then there's, when you talk about like family members and choices that people make, it could be things around like health or, you know, not, not having a healthy lifestyle. And if you very strongly feel uh, that you've benefited from a healthy lifestyle and that's one of your core values, then, and that's why that going back to judge no one and throughout the day try to judge no one it's really hard to do because say you're seeing a family member with unhealthy habits that you just feel like you know gosh you just wish they wouldn't do that you know yeah you can say if you you can give your peace and your and your two cents and then but it's really hard not to have a judgment about that well, it is because when where do you draw the line between I actually like as 
a loving family member, I feel like I have a responsibility Mm. to voice certain things. But you can't change someone's mind and you can't, well, maybe you can, but not by force. Yeah. (laughs) Not by force of judgment. Um, And ultimately, if somebody doesn't want to make a change, then, you know, they kind of have to come around in their own way. But yeah, I, that, that is a, I think that that's a big struggle of like, on one end, I feel like I owe it to the people that I care about to voice my concerns in a non-judgmental way. Mm. But the thing is, is that depending on the situation to the other person, it most certainly will probably feel judgmental or like kind of an attack in maybe not as harsh as an attack, but kind of like a imposing your coming at me from. Mm. Yeah. 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 So I think something that we touched on earlier and that you mentioned that is certainly a big part of judgment is comparing yourself to other people. And the comparison game is obviously one that you will always lose. I say, obviously, in my opinion, you will always lose that game. Um, I always like to think of whoever said the quote or came up with the phrase that the only person you should compare yourself is to you yesterday, Mm -hmm. which I remind myself of very often. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, for me in my life, this was quite huge in like my early 20s, mid 20s, um, because that was right around the time that for a really long time, my the way I was brought up and the things that I believed and the course of life that I learned was that you go to college, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you do the house and like all the things, right? The yeah. white picket fence. And that's just like so ingrained, I feel like for so many people, especially if you grow up in the US. Mm. And I don't know that I ever gave myself the opportunity to determine whether or not I agreed with that or if I thought that that was a good path or if I thought that that was a path I wanted to follow. It was almost like so ingrained that I never even thought about it because I'm like, well, that's what everyone does. Like there is no other way. You you don't do anything else besides that. So as a, a young girl, I was thinking like, okay, probably be married like in my early 20s. I'm going to have kids by the, you know, definitely mm. before I'm 30 and then da, 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 da. I've kind of gone back to this because as we've hinted to and actually discussed quite at length in a lot of our episodes is that so many of these beliefs are beliefs that were instilled or mm-hmm. learned from a very young age. So I turned 30 I think by that time, I'm quite positive, all of my best friends from childhood were married and were having kids, and I wasn't. And I compared myself to every single one of my friends, to every single one of those situations, thinking like, how come I'm not doing that? But at the same time, not feeling like I was in that place yet. And, and actually okay with that. Like I was okay with the fact that it hadn't happened, but I couldn't help but compare and say Mm -hmm. they've done it and I haven't. And as a result, feeling like there was something wrong with me, even though I was not unhappy with the idea that none of that had happened yet. 
So for a really long time, that really weighed on me because mm. I was kind of in this struggle of like, from everything that I've learned, I'm supposed to be doing that mm. and I'm not doing that. So what does that mean about the choices that I've made in my life? Again, all of this, the biggest struggle being is that I was okay with not right. being, not quote unquote, being there. Um, so yeah, that the comparison game can really mess you up yeah <laughs> well not mess you up that, that's, that's not the conclusion to that what it can do is just mess yeah mess with your emotions or and send you like into a thought process that is again not helpful and I think that's where social media and the whole the negative of social and people feeling like they're people feeling bad when they go on social and they see these curated displays of people's lives or and then they start feeling like oh I didn't realize I was, I was unhappy but I don't have that or I'm not there yet uh, and that can happen in business too definitely used to feel that way um, earlier on and out in, in business because you know, you might be playing that comparison game of knowing how long that person's been doing uh, X, Y, Z, has been in business and they're further along than you. Why aren't you there? And you're not, you're not really questioning where you're at right now until you see that comparison. And, mm -hmm. and so, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're doing it better. They're further along. They know more than me. Um, and, and of course... All you're going off from is what you're seeing on like social media or on their website, which is neither here nor there because anybody can put anything on social media or on their yeah. website without ever sharing the other side of that. Um, I always think of, you know, these like clickbait articles of like $2 million launch in <laughs> six months. But what they don't tell you is how much it costs to do a $2 million launch and what the actual net revenue was and how many team members there was and, you know, what other things might have been going on behind the scenes. So, like, you see exactly what you you want to see. Yeah. But... It's so detrimental because then, of course, you're comparing of like, oh, well, I haven't I haven't done a two million dollar launch and mm. I don't have that many team members and I don't you know, my business doesn't look like that. And how come? And but it's not the whole story. Yeah. Or, you know, if you if it's not a business and it's a career path, like you were saying, you're looking at your friends and where they are in life at different stages and maybe you're not at the same place as you thought you would be or they're at in, a, in their careers. It's. Again, you mm. might be plodding along just quite nicely and finely and doing your thing and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're sent into this like, oh, my gosh, maybe it's, I'm, you know, this isn't where I should be and it's all come from a comparison or it's come from um, judging yourself against somebody else and mm -hmm. to your wonderful quote of really you should just be judging yourself against your own self and your own progress yeah. yeah it's the best way forward friends <laughs> all right friends well we went a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit all around today on judgment um but hey that's the whole purpose of these conversations right like we mentioned in a previous episode you know we kind of dive into these without 
expectations or a super clear path of where we're going to end up because we feel that that's where the most authentic and, and meaningful conversations come from. So as we close out today's chat on judgment, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two that you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it the most. And friends, in case you didn't know, we have a website. We'd love for you to visit our home base at canrelatepodcast.com. That's canrelatepodcast.com to access all our past episodes, plus subscribe to our newsletter. We'll send you weekly updates about our new episodes and share exciting news on all that is happening at Nicole and Kate headquarters. That's canrelatepodcast.com. And Nicole is so good at writing these emails, you guys. You got to get on this list. All right, friends, until next time.